0: All right. See, that's what happens when we don't have Matt at the helm here, and all the automation is set to go to Matt after the timer. So, uh, I am not Matt Martin. He is on his way home. He's running a little late here, but we are still joined tonight by Justin Magers. Uh He is previously from Hawaii. He's now living in Florida, and he actually has met Green Doc in person. Uh, here is Justin.
1: Hello everybody.
0: So, uh, Justin, you just moved to Hawaii, or you just moved from Hawaii to Florida. Tell us about yourself. All
1: right, so I'm Justin. I uh, grew up in Iowa. Um, doing the Army. Went to Germany, went to Afghanistan a couple times. Came back to Iowa. Married my wife.
2: Been there for four years, and then we she got put on orders in the Army. We went down to Texas for a little bit and moved on to Hawaii. And now we are here.
0: Awesome. And while you were in Hawaii, I showed up, uh, messed up your lawn, and then yes. told you to make sure that it Left kept me. working. Left me to and die. Yes. But luckily, uh, you had a local resource in the form of Ray. Yes. <laughs>
3: Yes, so Rick, I did. So Ray yes, actually has bailed uh, you
0: out a couple times, right? Yes, Chico himself.
3: <laughs> hmm. Yep. I mean, uh, those were the days, and uh, I gotta tell you, I'm really—it's really sinking in that he's no longer ten minutes away. Because, uh, highlight was let's see. John played Yard Crashers, right? Yeah. And at the end of all of that, uh, I found out how good Justin is at smoking ribs. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And then after that, uh, he also got introduced to, I guess, the... uh, downsides of having the super green one here in Hawaii because uh, I did have to do a little bit of a give Justin the cheat code because uh, even St. Augustine is not all that wonderful here because it gets something called gray leaf spot, especially when it won't stop raining.
1: Yeah, it does.
3: Oh, yeah. so. You know I'm. So by the way, uh, how has your Saint Augustine been so far in Florida? Uh,
1: so far, so what are we? Six weeks into freshly laid. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: it's definitely greened up, um, rooted awesomely. I can go out there now, and it won't pull up anymore. So we got that going for us. So it's rooted nicely. We can see kind of in the shade, the shaded parts, definitely grow on top growth a lot more. The one that gets full uh, mm-hmm. on, um, getting there, but so hopefully in a couple of weeks it will we'll be mowing here regularly.
0: And uh, we've got, we've got DeMay here joining us now, looking good on camera here. <laughs> uh, but here's a shot uh, that you sent me of your backyard now that St. That yep. Augustine after a couple weeks. Yeah.
3: Oh, that is looking awesome. That is looking awesome.
0: That is
2: surprising. Nothing's died yet. <laughs> still all green. We, we, our investment is looking good so far. Maybe not as level as we want.
1: We should have probably emphasized that a little more, but you learn from your yeah. mistakes. Man, whose fault was that? That's John's fault from
2: just yeah, be... in.
1: All right. Yeah. Right when they
2: deliver the sod. Here comes John. Right on time. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Didn't that get tilled up before it got sodded? I think, John, you said something about that, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, someone, yeah. Someone did till it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh. Oh.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's rooted. <laughs> now. Whole set
2: Whole It's rooted. It rooted. It's rooted like a boss. It was tough work. I probably will never do
4: that again, but <laughs> so we better spray those fungicides and make sure you don't have that gray leaf spot. Then um, the uh, so uh, this was how 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 many weeks old is this now?
2: Uh, well, we're going on six weeks now.
4: Oh, that does look really good, then. That looks amazing. What what made you decide? What did it look like before? Do we have a before picture?
0: Um. We have a picture of it after it was tilled, but we, I don't okay. have something. Um...
4: I was just I was just curious of like what, what, what precipitated, like what, how bad was it? Like if, it, what is this on a one to 10 and
2: what was it before on a one to 10? Oh man. Or it was, it was pretty bare. Um, there's patches everywhere, sand. It was ugly. Mm-hmm. It was... It's
3: not even an ounce oh. of care you could tell oh wow oh okay okay that is uh my goodness all i'd have to say about that is uh <laughs> where's the gasoline and a match yeah <laughs> just, <laughs> just just torch it all and and start over and i think uh some people on the discord caught sight or heard about your lawn here in Hawaii, and uh I think they also caught sight of what I had to say about it uh right when John was trying to figure out or decide what to do with it and uh my basic answer was uh bottle of roundup and some St Augustine, <laughs>
0: yeah, here's. <Yeah>. Uh- <laughs> Here's what Justin inherited in Hawaii on one side just Justin, how big was this lawn in Hawaii? That was just just five hundred square feet, just separated with oh, a little sidewalk yeah, with a little sidewalk
3: no nope. yeah that that was what basically prompted me uh to say nuke it and plant St Augustine into it. Yeah, right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm glad I woke up you and went up to Home Depot. <laughs> um, I took an Uber to Home Depot and uh, super early, like right as soon as they open. Like five I don't in the think... morning. Yeah, Justin, and right I when the doors open, up. John's
2: there. I'm yeah. still yeah. sleeping.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I need yeah. a ride. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yep i I messaged Justin and I was like, "Hey, you need to come pick me up from Home Depot." And uh, this was one cart. I think we had two carts that were basically like that. But we, we shoved all that into the into the little <laughs> SUV,
3: yeah, into a little Justin's little car, and hauled it back home.
0: <laughs> yep. And basically, we didn't even buy 500 square feet of sod because the, the price was just ridiculous. Like each of those trays was like ten bucks a piece. Um, mm-hmm. And so what we ended up doing, uh, based on Ray's advice was and and Justin you couldn't you couldn't dig at all so we couldn't even like pull plugs and jam plugs into the ground we had to basically stick it over top of what was there Yeah Oh man um, So we we basically cut those those up into little plugs and just uh pounded them down on top of the other and and went back and surrounded them with a little bit of stuff and then I told Justin good luck and I left just left. Yep. Most people come to yep. Hawaii,
2: you know, have a good time, lay on the beach. Here's John just messing my yard up, killing everything, and then just putting little pieces of grass everywhere. I have no idea what this is. What the grass even does or how it grows. I'm just like, I guess that's what's in now.
1: <laughs> and uh, then he left.
3: However, yeah. <laughs> however, here's the Here's the thing is that literally, I want to say three months after this was done, it was starting to look like a lawn. Uh, But that was when uh, my best friend called Gray Leaf Spot was starting to make an appearance because 2018 was not a good year in many ways. And that number one, wasn't that the year where where it wouldn't stop raining all year long
1: Yeah no I remember well it was like December January it literally rained every every day all day
3: Yep uh yeah yeah let's see that's how I remember that year rained all the time Yeah uh let's see I I lost my father that year and you had this new lawn growing in so this was just like uh, a dumpster fire of a year <laughs> for all intents and purposes. But uh, the after picture of this lawn is just.
0: Yeah, it it was a different yard. Justin knocked it out of the park. Uh, he had, you know, the emergency guidance from Mr. Ray Ito. And uh, he mm-hmm. turned it into a completely different piece of 500 square feet lawn.
3: Yeah, that, that is like almost a uh, showpiece uh, St. Augustine. And uh, to me, guys, this is what St. Augustine is supposed to look like. Uh, and it is not blue. It is also not scalped down to the dirt. So all the you know roots and runners are sticking up and pokey looking. Uh, and the whole objective here was, we all wanted a lawn such that it would be a place for, uh, your little boy and the dogs to be out on. Yeah. That that was the whole objective. Yep.
1: So. the Yeah. It was just all those little stickers everywhere and you couldn't even go out there.
3: The yeah, wasn't wasn't that, yeah? Wasn't that lawn or that that yard just like mowed down weeds? It was just disgusting. Was, I don't looking. think there was
2: even one little strand of grass in that thing.
3: <laughs> yeah, it, it was just a, it was just like hideous, hideous. So I I just uh and by the way. Without proper maintenance, that is literally what every single square inch of ground in Hawaii looks like. It all reverts to that, and it doesn't take long for it to do it. And And so grass selection is another one.
0: Justin so then uh you got told basically hey it's time to leave Hawaii uh you weren't really planning on it right
1: uh no not really not as
0: soon as after and so um so tell me a little bit because you had to give it a a final mo and something something went something went sideways
1: I don't know what you're talking about. Not Something me. about it was, <laughs> was
0: scalped. Yeah, you put I put a, on you know, it one right last little you left.
2: <laughs> All right, so I was out of my comfort Woo! zone. I had to borrow the neighbor's mower. Just this janky ass thing. The the handles were broke. Pretty sure there was a little duct tape on the one. I thought I raised uh, all of them, but uh, up. What I was used to, up was down and down was up on this one.
1: So uh, yeah, we
2: got into it pretty good right there.
1: Oh. <laughs> I was like, man, this is oh, pushing sh- a little hard. Oh! <laughs> yeah, you should. If you
4: feel that kind of resistance, that's not good.
2: No, the last mode too. You, know, you just feel, you just feel so bad for her. You treat her so good and then you leave her dirty.
4: Yeah, she probably came back strong though. <laughs> I'm sure it was fine. Oh yeah.
0: And then here's uh, here's the final mo uh, that I have for the other side. <laughs> um, looks like you fixed the scalping issue by then, though.
2: Yeah, no, we have figured out by then. We're good to go on this side.
0: What's what's going on in the back corner on this picture by the gate there?
2: So that was actually, we just put that artificial turf or whatever they buy from Home Depot. We just had my son's place up there.
0: And so that that wasn't even, that doesn't even match any of the other St. Aug. That's just completely just random. Don't worry stuff about in that. There. <laughs> I just tried
2: to get something to grow there as fast as possible before I move out. <laughs> like $10, $10, you know, just Bermuda.
0: Lawn and Garden Center. So, Whatever takes, leaving, Hawaii, <laughs> um, all your stuff got shoved into a crate, thrown on a boat, shipped over to the over to Florida. Basically, um, did you have to leave stuff behind? What did you get to take everything with you? what did you have to sacrifice? Uh, no, we pretty
2: much got everything.
0: So have you been? Oh yeah. Well,
2: well, no. We had to sacrifice the blind side. That was the only thing they didn't pack up. Those Bastards. A hundred dollar bottle of it. Only used it once on this because I was an idiot and didn't know what I was doing when I first began. The weeds were out of control. They just—they took all the other fertilizers somehow, but just this one bottle bothered them. I'm like, it would be that bottle.
3: You you know why it actually bothered them? You know why that bothered them? It's because, for all intents and purposes, blindside is not intended for use by consumers. I need to kind of put that out there to the the listeners on YouTube and, uh, you know, on Twitch, blindside is strictly a commercial, professional product. However, I absolutely hate Blindside. It's it's a lousy product. Why? Why? Because it is supposedly a combination of sulfentrazone and mitsulfuron nestle. However, mm. when you're applying Blindside at label rate, the sulfintrazone rate going down is literally equivalent to eight ounces per acre of Dismiss for for every half ounce of sulfuron methyl going down. Wow. And I can tell you, Ryan, that I have never, ever, not even in my craziest Extra moments, ever applied eight ounces of sulfentrazone to a lawn? Ever? I've never done it. You don't know what you're missing, right? And <laughs> no, and on, and on something like and on something like Saint Augustine. Do you know what st- eight ounces of sulfentrazone per acre looks like?
4: Oh, I can take a pretty good guess. It's not good.
3: No, it it fries the hell out of it, and for all of that damage, you don't get better weed control. It just unnecessarily stresses out the grass.
4: So, what would your go-to be? And let's look at it in terms of uh, if there's a pro product, right? And then. The next thing would be roll your own. Or if you had to buy a combo product, what would you be looking at?
3: What I'd be looking at instead is I'd actually be looking at this other pro product called Avenue South. And what Avenue South is, is that is low rate 2,4 D, low rate Uh, low-rate dicamba, and there's also another sulfonylurea-type herbicide called panoxalam combined in that bottle that is at a low rate as well, and it's designed not to stress or damage St. Augustine even in high heat or stressful conditions. But because, but because in my experience, blindside is just way too brutal in most cases. It's,
1: it's corollary,
4: like, corollary I'm going to look at is like uh, certainty when it was labeled for Kentucky Bluegrass. And again, I'm, I i don't have St. Augustine to figure I get, you know, what the, the, the things are. But, um, like, you know, a lot of the combo products that are what i would call niche right like that really are supposed to be like on yeah they're labeled for all the you know all these certain grasses but they're really only good on like one or maybe two mm-hmm. and that's where i think people mm-hmm. get tripped up a lot of times like certainty people thought it was the answer here for a uh, poetry of right to take it out right season turf and specifically kentucky bluegrass well it took maybe like four years maybe five uh, before Kentucky Bluegrass was completely off the label because so many people were roasting shit, just roasting stuff oh. that it it wasn't pretty. Yeah. They couldn't handle it. They no, were me not how...
3: mess with it anymore. Mm-hmm. Let me guess how they did it. Uh, were they applying it to non-irrigated Kentucky Bluegrass under hot conditions, and they were probably... Way over label rate because you know, I saw the instructions for, Uh yeah, you know, what were the instructions? Because, yeah, because the instructions for applying certainty to KBG was at, I believe, no more than a quarter ounce per acre. Quarter ounce per acre, and that—that is like one fourth what I drop on something like St. Augustine or Zoysia to kill nutsedge and kailinga in it. Because you can go up to an ounce per acre on warm season grass, or even two ounces per acre, and it'll tolerate it. But on KBG, I remember the rate being one fourth what you'd put on a warm season grass.
4: Yeah, you're right. It is a quarter ounce. And I, I, I used it a couple of times, um, on irrigated using the correct rate and just saw, you know, I, I'll say this as I saw more inconsistent results with poa trivialis controlled than I saw with uh desirable turf injury. How's that? Right. So it was almost like, why am I going to even bother taking the risk of injuring the you know desirable turf, so now that's interesting. So back to the whole St. Augustine thing. Then so Avenue South, but then what else? What else is out there as a roll your own? If you had to do it that way,
3: if I if I had to do it myself, the way I'd approach it is, I'd switch out zone for zone instead. Where I'd I'd be dropping, like, up to two ounces per acre of quicksilver, and a quarter ounce per acre of mitsulfuron-methyl. I keep it really low mm-hmm. because I've also heard the bad stories about what happens to people when they overdose Saint Augustine on mitsulfuron-methyl. It's not nice either because. Can you imagine yellow chlorotic St. Augustine that is now dying down to the dirt? And it's all because somebody hosed it down with a double or triple rate of MSM. The only grass I know of that will tolerate MSM overdose is Bermuda. Everything else, uh, say aloha to it. Seriously,
0: um, so, <laughs> so yeah, so, yeah, so uh, basically, to kind of jump up from Justin's, you know, hundred dollar loss on his his, <laughs> you know, herbicide, um, he shows up in Florida, has no equipment, uh, decides to rent a tiller and buy three thousand <laughs> square feet worth of sod. Um, And texts me and says, uh, hey, I'm getting, you know, five or six pallets worth of St. Aug delivered to uh, install sod and I'm going to install it alone. Um, And so (laughs) I told him, you know, that I was willing to drive down and help him. So when I showed up like five minutes later, this is the sod that showed up. So they had obviously cut it at least the day before. Um, He didn't get a fresh cut by any means, but, Justin, what was the price
3: per... What, what'd you pay f- per this compared uh, to what Hawaii? We
0: have the price quote in Hawaii? Yeah, well, the price quote in Hawaii was, uh, it was like 10 bucks a square foot. 10 bucks square foot, so, even for
2: 500 square foot,
0: I just called,
1: uh, I can't remember what the company it was, but 500 square feet, they quoted me, like, more than two grand. First off, that's just five hundred square feet. Where? In Hawaii, uh, in Hawaii, in
2: Hawaii.
1: Oh, okay. Cool. But, I mean, okay. for a yeah, little tray,
2: you're paying like ten bucks. <laughs> like it's yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. And then um, yeah, but, yeah, we get here. It was, yeah. and then here in Florida it was five pallets. I think we paid eleven or twelve hundred, and that was twenty five hundred okay. square
1: feet.
3: Okay. That Big sounds difference. about right because yeah, because bulk wholesale price of sod here in Hawaii is literally $4 a square foot be it Zoysia, St. Augustine, Ciptospalum or hybrid Bermuda. You are going to pay $4 a square foot and so if people think i'm a little bit anal about not killing grass that is why because if i screw up uh my little mistake will be four dollars a square foot to fix yeah that's just depressing
0: that's crazy (laughs) uh and so justin what did we figure out if we Because I mean, we took some breaks. We we stopped for lunch, but it took us what three, maybe three and a half hours to lay all that.
1: Yeah, we got after it. Yeah. Well, we started at nine. We were done by at least one. And and we
0: stopped and ate lunch, and you know I took a nap, and so. (laughs) John needed the breaks more than me. Yeah.
4: I wanted to keep going. Cut right. Who cares if you're a <laughs> or taking a nap? Christ.
2: <laughs> yes. He's just all tuckered out from all that hard work. Here he is just oh, carrying yes. like 10 bundles. I, I have the wheelbarrow. I'm like, you want to eat? He's thinking carrying it's easier than wheelbarrowing it. And then he uses the wheelbarrow. Then he doesn't give it up.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, I offered <laughs> you said no, <laughs> so I didn't ask again. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, So I left you with. Uh, a couple products. I left you with the, the Vigor and the Strongor, right? So you've been throwing the the Vigor down through the hose and spray or dialing yes. spray or whatever?
1: Yep.
0: How much, uh, how much of that are you doing? Ounces. How much?
2: 22 ounces for the 2,500 square feet. I do that every two weeks.
0: And so nice. you've done two or three treatments of that? Uh just two my third one will
2: be this weekend.
0: And so we went from sod that looked like this. Uh if I can find it now. Uh here I hold on one second. Somehow I accidentally deleted it because I'm smart. Um Wow.
1: Boo. So Can't find it?
0: Uh no here it is. So we went from that to bear with me. I got like a hundred inputs here that I'm trying to balance to this. <laughs> um. Uh-huh. So so wow. quite the quite the improvement in just a month, basically. Yeah. No doubt. So have you shoot like even you... after
2: like two weeks? Just you know, just putting that first application down, just water it, just really popped back to life too. Just
0: within a couple of weeks.
2: Um That that you... is
3: an impressive recovery. Impressive. Yeah.
0: Have you applied any of the, the silica that I left you with, the strong Uh no yeah.
2: I'm saving that for a special occasion.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Wow. <laughs> You're
4: gonna I mean, waiting for that stuff to stand up straight at I the man's like uh, Viagra for your turf, so yeah, save it. That's what John told me. So you need it.
0: <laughs> I think that was the I exact think... phrase I used to describe it. Uh, so <laughs> a mm-hmm. to like. All right, you guys talked me into. It. I'll
2: put some down this weekend.
3: Yeah, it's special. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and uh, go ahead and do it. And I actually have less misgivings about putting silica on st augustine than i do on say zoysia because what the stronger will probably do for you especially if you get into that monsoon period in florida is that increased silica will help toughen up the st augustine so that it's less susceptible to diseases Okay. So I'd probably so I'd probably use it to get your grass to be like really alpha because de- Are you in the perchance are you in the monsoon area of Florida? Where from June yeah. until October it just it just rains every day.
2: Honestly, could you tell that you area?
0: Yeah. Mm. Give, give him another I mean, month to figure it out, Ray.
3: <laughs> okay. Yeah, because We are uh, in the north
0: north
2: yeah. northwest corner, so
3: no, then, then you're you're not in the bad bad area. If you're you're not in the okay. bad area at all because if you are like in the southern half of Florida, like uh, where the lawn care nut is that is the that's the shitty part of Florida to be in. <laughs> That's the shitty part. Oh, yeah. Because from from June till October, it rains every single day. And the rain comes as a flash flood.
1: I don't need that. <laughs> nope.
3: Nope, you don't need it. So some-
4: We had somebody say about tilling, right? Is tilling a good idea? I'll give my two cents first, but um, generally speaking, no, it's not a good idea. The reason is, is that when you go back out there and try to grade things out, right? Like, especially if you go down more than, say, like, I'm okay (sighs) with scratching up the surface, something like that, like an inch. Something like that, correct minor grade issues, whatever. But when you start getting down deeper than that, you're going to have settling. Like there's just no two ways about it unless you have some serious equipment, professional equipment to get yourself graded and proof rolled and back on, you know, back on grade and know that it's not going to move because otherwise that's when you start getting bird bass and things like that. So, Ray, if you, I I don't know what you think, but it's kind of a, I'd say 95% of the time. It's not a good idea.
3: Okay. I actually totally agree with you. Uh, in that I don't like to see yards tilled up for multiple reasons. Reason number one is a great issue. Reason number two is it never fails that the deep tillage. Then wakes up previously dormant nut sedge and perennial broadleaf weeds. It just wakes it all up because I have people that I work for that they swear to me up and down that all these years their their lawn was clean, they had no nutgrass, they had no broadleaf weeds in it, and then they get it, they get their brand new, you know, zoisha or whatever installed. And then now they have epic amounts of sedge and other weeds. And what caused that was tilling. Oh, and they're also going to need a major sand cap because now their lawn has settled and it is unmowable. It is, it is literally unmowable. You can't mow it because it's more like the surface of the moon rather than a flat surface. Yeah, so I hate tilling too.
1: Justin hates it now too.
4: Sprigs, sprigs, a but uh, especially with the lower cut. It's it's a non-starter. I mean, you might be able to get away with it on higher cut and cool season. you better know what you're doing before you get in there and just say, "Ah, oh, this is you know this is what's best because you know farmers do it when they plant their fields. Well, one, you're probably not a farmer, and two, that's a lawn, not not like a, not a forage field
3: or a it's row a, crop. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a it's a lawn, not a cornfield, right? So, depending on where you live, yeah, yeah, yeah. But because I actually had experience putting down seashore pestalum sprigs on a lawn that had to have irrigation and a drainage system installed, Ryan. But you know what? I ordered after all of that disruption of the soil. I then told my property owner to water and keep watering. And when he stops watering, let it dry out for a day, roll it, start watering. And then what you do is you roll it, water it. Roll it, water it, and keep doing that over. I want to say he literally did that for the next month—a whole month. And so that's by the time, ta- how bad it was? Yeah, that's how bad it was. And but here's the thing: is when we were done with all of that, and I got the C- the C- sea bellum sprigs down. And grew them in. I was able to put my mower on that lawn without scalping, and my first cut was like at three eighths inch.
1: Hmm.
4: I'd say what he did worked then. That was, gosh, a whole month of that though. Just that's awful, and you could have avoided it too. Like that's the that's the. Like the clincher, right? Is that yep. all that could have been avoided by just simply remove the grass, right? And then start there because, you know, there's other ways to, I, there's other ways that you can create that pore space in there, right? If you needed to, if you really needed to. But again, I, I always question whether that's necessary or not. You can, you can get, I mean, especially in cool season, you get it to catch just fine. And heck, on sprigs you can do just the same, right? It's going to take over and do what it's supposed to do. Either tack down if it's got stones or start pushing rhizomes and roots down. And you don't, you don't need to do that. That's again, creating more problems than it's worth and adding an extra step, right? A very, very labor intensive step too.
3: Right. Well, the only, the only reason why I had to go through all of that rolling and watering is because his whole property was literally, you know, 12-inch deep trenches everywhere. So I, I couldn't, you know, get out of doing that and then resettling his ground. But if somebody has existing irrigation and they don't have any kind of major grade issues, and they don't need to install drainage. I tell them, don't till. Do not till. Whatever Sorry. you do, no tilling.
0: Are you saying Justin shouldn't till his front yard when he uh, switches it over to Zoisha?
3: Do not. Do not. Do not one? till that. <laughs> because with Zoisha, Keeping it flat is even more critical because if you put down Zoisha, that's when you get your greensmore. That's right. And you can't you can't have it all lumpy like a cornfield. Yeah, it has to be flat. <laughs> And Justin, do
1: How much you know, the was there a tree go ahead, go ahead. in
0: that circle in front of your door? Do you know what was there before?
1: I have no idea. I don't think there was. These was just it's crop quite circles. A, quite the ring, yeah. yeah I, don't, I, don't, I have no idea what it is.
3: Fairy ring. That, that looks like either a fairy ring or some kind of a... Circular concrete structure. I mean, that that's my only guess as to why there's a, a circle of yeah. brown grass.
1: Yeah, very well could be. I mean, it's a perfect circle, so. hmm
4: Here you go, Ray. J-Pink's going to show something for from this week. One of the i I had a five percenter here that I had to till up after removing all the mm-hmm. grass. You'll appreciate this and but we didn't mess around like this wasn't like you know your grandpa's troy built tiller out there uh causing problems here. Go ahead and send it there j pink oh, we lost the audio. no, here it is. Eight foot wide, six inches deep in one pass, done. So then that right there, this is a complete laser grade on a football field. So this will actually get um, laser graded. We'll proof roll it. We'll scratch up the surface one more time. We'll water the hell out of it. When we After we do that, we'll laser grade again, right? Proof roll it, and then we should be locked in. It should be good to go. But there's just too many humps, bumps, imperfections here that to laser grade it, we weren't going to be able to go up, right? We weren't going to be able to lift up because everything's balanced. Like we, There's enough soil there to grade everything out. So just a matter of manipulating the soil so that we could go ahead and do a proper laser grade. So those are the 5 percenters. so. You don't have to necessarily laser grade in those situations, but if you're going to move soil like that the reason should be to change grade right and then recompact as you go uh before Mm -hmm. putting grass on the ground but you ought to get
3: one of those well actually what i what i do to the lawns that do get tilled is i get the heaviest possible roller I can get my hands on. I don't care if it's even one of those uh, portable construction rollers, like what they use for asphalt.
4: Oh, yeah. Those are great. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah,
3: beca- yeah. Because here's my nightmare lawn. And this is a real pisser offer for me. The person installing the sod... Rolled the gra- the ground when it was still dry. Yeah, okay, he has this dry dirt, and he fills that. Uh, what is that? That two hundred fifty pound when it's full of water roller, yeah. and he just runs it across when it's dry. And some of these clown shows. Don't even fill the roller up with water. The other people that piss yeah. me off are the what ones I- that you no know, are the are the ones that spend hours raking the dirt dry and it's like, oh now it's perfectly graded. Not because let me tell you what happens the second somebody starts watering in to grow in their sod or their or their sprigs or their plugs. That lawn turns into the surface of the moon, and it is n- no longer mowable. It's a disaster.
1: So this the
4: the the question was: Do you um? what can you do on native soil to prep for sprigs? I think that was it.
3: So, Uh, you go ahead. (laughs) Okay, sprigs. All you do is you just make sure that your existing grade is where you want it. And then you put your sprigs down And then you cap it or top it with up to a half an inch of sand, and then you start watering. Simple as that.
4: And you keep top dressing after that, like not
3: daily or anything, but yeah, yeah. You just you just keep on throwing down like a quarter inch worth of sand every couple of weeks during the growing. And oh, by the way that is how they deal with pastellum or Bermuda sprigs on golf greens. They put it onto sand, top it with, that's how they, that's how we do, you know, pastellum or Bermuda sprigs on greens here in Hawaii is we lay it down on top of the sand. Uh, Top it with sand, and then during the grow-in, you keep on sanding it to make sure that it stays flat. Yeah, easy.
4: Same, uh, so here, the um, relative few that I've done compared to you, the um, the soil one is it is tricky because, like you said, you got to be on grade, and if you're not. That became, And that becomes a unmowable mess pretty quickly. But if you can, uh, the the sand cap is by far the best way to do it. Now, you talked about a half an inch. You know, we're building a field. If we're going to do a sand cap, it's going to be like two inches to start. Sprig it to that, top dress mm-hmm. over it, and then go up from there. I realize that people can't always do that. Can't have that type of volume, right, or handle that type of volume. Of sand initially, but even a half inch to start is far better than worrying about the imperfections that might come when you go to start mowing that stuff. And again, that's one of the most critical steps to establishing is going to be getting a mower on there just as quickly as you can uh, to start getting that stuff to spread laterally. So, uh, in my in my experience, again, far more limited in that particular realm than yours is that, uh, yeah, you got to. You got to use the sand and use it to your advantage. So, yeah, m- top make, make friends piece. with
3: the sand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make friends with sand. I mean, because uh even on smaller areas where you're spreading sand, like, say, with shovels or by, you know, tossing it out of a wheelbarrow by hand, sand is a much more pleasant and easy thing to work with because. Here's the other dumpster fires that I've seen. Topping sprigs with soil. Please don't. Why? Why? Please don't. Because the soil will then settle unevenly. And in addition to it settling unevenly, If it is dry enough to spread, half of it is blowing away and irritating everybody downwind of you. It's a mess versus having something like sand.
0: So there's a question in the chat uh, and I'll defer to Ray and Ryan, your judgment on this. Uh, Ryan asks, so I live in the monsoon area of Florida. How would you use strong (laughs) ore? Use what? Uh, Strongor the silica product that uh, Brian Norris sells.
3: I'll I'll let Ray go first. What I'd be using that when I'd be using it is as a pre you know pre monsoon season supplement for the turf grass. And I assume that he, you're talking about Saint Augustine.
0: Yeah, we'll have to wait for Ryan to um, confirm that. Um, the other qu- question yeah. I'd have for you two, as far as Justin, uh, your front yard. What what's your goals with the front yard? Uh, well.
2: Just Bermuda right now. I guess I, you know, got the weeds taken care of. That was a big thing. It was Weed Central there. And then we put some little weed begone on that. And it's really, uh, you can tell that Bermuda is really taking over the bare spots. I say overall, I don't know, probably not do too much to it. Just try to become a Bermuda guy too. Really. Just see what the limits are on that and learning a new type of turf, really.
0: Because basically, you've only I had, really hang out in my uh, front yard. So <laughs> you've you've basically had the most experience with St. Aug. Then between Hawaii and Texas, yes, not so much Texas. Should probably go back and apologize to that lawn. Go tell well, that lawn you're sorry for how you abused it. <laughs> yes,
2: neglected <laughs> and
0: abused. Um, so what are you what are you using for equipment now? You've got uh, we were talking a little in the pre show. You've got the Ego battery rotary mower. Um, yep. Do you have uh, an edger or anything like that? W- what else you got?
2: Uh, no edger. Um, I guess you could. We got the old Black and Decker special cordless. That does awesome. And then we There's got the <laughs> Well, anyway, we got the EGO blower and the EGO uh trimmer, weed trimmer, so just basic stuff.
0: So, uh what's the what's the lowest that EGO mower can go?
1: Do you know? Uh, yeah. I have no idea. I think it's just under an inch.
0: Yeah, uh I want to say like an inch and a half, I think.
4: That's yeah. really how the lower it goes, huh? Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, inch and a half is the lowest it goes. Damn.
3: However, however, be a trying to here, make, right? yeah, trying to make a rotary mower mow at less than two inches on something like Bermuda is not pretty. Because what happens when you try to make a rotary mow low on Bermuda is that it just starts to catch on the stolons and pull them out of the ground and then open up the turf to weeds because you're going to be constantly sinning the lawn rather than encouraging good growth.
1: So, uh, so So there.
0: <laughs> um Ryan, what's this that you sent me?
1: Oh, yeah, this was the
4: uh the top dressing hack if you want to get sand out real quick. If you want to go like deep and heavy and you don't want to mess around with it, you should have some of these trucks around in your area, right? The Slinger truck Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have these on the, the aisle, conveyor but...
3: belt. Yep,
4: and this guy no, is running it. We we
3: don't actually oh. have them. We don't actually have these. Uh, and actually, the wait a minute, we do. But then you know those guys, they won't do soil or sand. They'll only do oh, rock.
4: They'll do sand. No, the, oh, not, here, not yeah, th- here. They'll do sand.
3: In my yeah, in my area. They won't do it, and uh, so the only thing that I've got is uh, a couple of friends and wheelbarrows and shovels. (laughs) Oh, man.
4: That's awful.
3: It's junk. It's just junk. It's junk, I mean.
0: So, uh, Justin, with, with Ray here... And Ryan here. Uh, I mean, Matt is MIA. I guess he, you know, doesn't care about you. Um, it's messed but... up. Mm-hmm. You meet the guy and he doesn't even like me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what uh, do you have? Any uh, questions that you you need you need some answers on as far as getting that front yard whipped into shape, or do you kind of have uh, an idea of what direction you need to go? Uh. I mean,
2: I don't know. I mean, I guess just high to cut, really. We would promote the best growth. And then, yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't know. I just, there's plenty of guys, plenty of information out there that I've already kind of looked into. I definitely need a dethatch. It's quite a problem.
1: But yeah, this thing has not been taken care of.
0: Do you know, are there any social heads up front? What's that? Are there any sprinkler heads up front? I know that uh, you've got some in the back. You know if there's any up front? Yeah, no,
2: yeah, everything has. Everything is getting water. So those those things haven't been ran in a long time either. That was quite the little project getting those all fixed up too. So yeah, everything's getting water. Everything's good to go. I mean, it's if if you were to come back, John, you would see how. Much better it looks, honestly. I mean, it's thickening up already with just a little water and just a little fertilizer that I did end up throwing on.
0: Well, yeah, I but can tell it, in, in this picture back towards closer to where your, your garage starts there with the, the can, uh, that already yeah. looks 100% better than, than what it did before. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, that that is already an improvement, especially – uh, this side looks like it's filled in quite a bit too.
1: Yeah. No, cause yeah, that was, it was
2: just weed, just broadleaf weeds everywhere. I should have went over to the neighbors, took pictures of his yard, but I don't want to be that creeper. We don't even know each other and I'm taking pictures of his lawn. <laughs> but yeah, cause it was just really thin and, and i tell you what, just watering and just a little fertilizer that. Bermuda man, it just takes over. It's awesome.
0: Did you, for that fertilizer on the Bermuda, uh, you said you used up everything that kind of showed up left over from Hawaii?
2: Yeah, I had like half bags used in my Hawaii lawn that I bought three years ago that never used because I only had 500 square feet. Basically, using a coffee cup full of fertilizer to fertilize that. Yeah, we whipped oh. up a special concoction. What was that? We had I had a bag of
0: malorganite, some iron. What was it? Was like a triple ten? Just a bunch of random stuff to to. Just a bunch of random stuff,
1: up. and it's out there getting eaten up.
0: <laughs> uh, what about you guys? Do you have any questions on Justin's? Front yard? Any advice for him, with knowing that he's got that rotary mower that won't go lower than inch and a half? Uh,
4: think about a real mower, man. For real, it, it it will it will change everything.
0: We'll we'll send time stamps to, to Julie.
2: Well, I'm on I'm on yeah. eBay. I'm waiting for the good deal to come across, or just yeah. in my area, in
3: because yeah. because fact of the matter is is that. You know, when I see Bermuda, it where it is not being taken care of with a, with a real mower, my immediate impulse is to get rid of that Bermuda and replace it with St. Augustine. Either you take care of it the right way or don't have it at all. all right. I mean, I, I feel like if you have... Bermuda that is not common, Bermuda that is not being mowed at three quarter inch or a half an inch with a reel. It just has no earthly business even being there, unless you're growing it for hay or forage. But in a lawn, trying to keep Bermuda high just doesn't do the grass justice. It doesn't, you know. Make the grass look good, and this is why a lot of the cool season people call it Bermuda weed because they only see it as that straggly, ratty looking, nasty stuff because it's being mowed above two inches tall. Not good. yeah, not good, right? I mean, true or false, uh, Ryan, doesn't Bermuda look gross at like the two and a half to four inch height of cut that you use on a cool season grass. Oh. Does it not yeah. look gross?
1: It looks
4: about as good as bent grass does at that height.
3: Look looks looks bad, right? <laughs> it doesn't look good.
4: Doesn't doesn't feel good. But, nothing, there's nothing good about it.
3: But say you take that same Bermuda down to like three quarter inch five eighth inch or even half inch with a reel and you maintain it that way, then that's a different grass, isn't it
4: totally, and I think that's the point is that you know matching your height of cut and your uh to the texture of your grass right so texture of Bermuda grass like th- there are some that have been bred here recently some newer varieties that do okay as a rotary mode two inch say lawn height turf uh, but those are few and far between those are not nearly what's being pushed out now in a lot of places and so um, mm-hmm. yeah you just have to match up again height of cut with texture and texture of you know, bent grass texture of Bermuda grass dictates that it needs to be, you know, definitely sub-inch, right, to really be awesome. Now, you can be inch, inch and a half on Bermuda Graphs be fine, but that's really, like, its wheelhouse, right, is sub-one-inch. And same with grass.
3: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Even one-inch so, with uh, is, uh No, no. I, I can't imagine that doing well. I mean, that's just, like you telling me one inch Zoetia or one inch Seashore Pespel, I'm going to say no. Oh God,
4: no, no. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. not going to
1: work so, for
3: anybody. Yeah. So this, uh, Ryan in, you know, the monsoon area of Florida has Celebration Bermuda. Okay. Celebration Bermuda, basically, I don't see that as needing a lot of supplements, products, etc. You just maintain your soil pH, NP and K, and call it good. You know, just call it good because uh, on Celebration Bermuda, what I know about that grass is that as long as it gets its sun, nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium, and it's growing in a pH 6.5 to 7 soil, it's essentially a almost bulletproof grass for all intents and purposes. Celebration is hard to mess up. Uh, in fact... If I had my razzers, the people that currently get Tiffway 419 as their sod for their front lawns would be better served by having Celebration put down instead.
1: Hmm.
3: Because I don't like 419. I really don't like it.
4: Yeah, it's, again, there's limited experience I'm talking from, but it does leave a lot to be desired now compared to uh, newer varieties, right? And the same thing we see up here with, uh, talking about bent grass, but that's kind of a whole different story for people of cool season country. But, you know, the the genetic advances we've seen in all these grasses is such that the stuff that's even 15 or 20 years old, is no longer even the standard right like that's not even it's you see it everywhere but just because it's everywhere doesn't necessarily mean it's the standard anymore and so i think that um that evolution in how fast that stuff is moving now is going to continue to to be pretty rapid to the point that i mean you're seeing a lot of it go away you're seeing um at least in the southeastern united states you're seeing Zoja being favored and centipede being favored and getting rid of You know, what is considered by the commodity club, right, the people that want to plant, you know, cheap green grass in the form of sod, right, are choosing other grasses because it's easier in terms of uh, not having to mess with it, right? It's easier to say that, oh, it's low maintenance or it's this or it's that. There's more marketable features versus good old tried and true Bermuda, right, that's hard to kill. So... I don't know. Be hard to kill. That, uh, hard, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out in the marketplace here over the next
1: mm-hmm.
4: five, ten years, especially.
0: Hey, because uh, Ryan, can you do me a favor real quick? Uh, just try to move that mic a little closer to you. There's a couple people in the chat saying that they are having problems, but I got I got you jammed into my eardrums so I can hear you just fine. Okay. There we go. How's that? Yep. That's a little better
3: mm-hmm. okay, yeah, because uh four nineteen uh does there's three minuses in my experience with four nineteen disease resistance, uh tolerance of cool weather, and shade tolerance. All three are like big considerations as far as what I consider necessary traits in a, in a turf grass. And if I don't have those traits, uh, then that grass is like very, you know, low tier. I don't care what it looks like. It can look like the most perfect grass in the world, but if it is not disease resistant, if it, can't deal with shade and if it does the wimp thing when temperatures go below 75 degrees in the daytime here, next. Next. <laughs> and that's why, for example, I'm not a fan of Zoishe either. Or you paspalum.
0: You hear that, Justin? No Zoisha.
3: Damn. Or actually... So what then? I uh, Bermuda. Improved Bermuda.
2: Alright. I can't tell and I can't get Zoysha. What can I do? Uh,
3: sod or sprig. Something like Tahoma <laughs> 31 or Celebration or even Tiff Grand. Mm.
1: all right so
0: uh do you guys have any other questions for justin any other tips for justin before we uh wrap it up tonight
1: hey you know matt doesn't
0: want to talk to justin he he's you know driving
1: i would just say
4: uh keep keep uh travel around the country and uh fixing up patches of grass. You're like the Johnny Appleseed of uh, warm season turf. So thank you.
2: Just one lawn at a time, baby. It's what I'm here for.
0: (laughs) We'll go out on a couple of the, the pictures here of his, his backyard. Uh, Ray, any, any other tips for Justin other than don't do Zoysia and buy a real mower?
3: Ah, none, none whatsoever. I mean, he, I think he's doing, uh, very well i mean this is just uh anybody that speaks badly of saint saint augustine needs to have another look at you know these various pictures because uh if i didn't know better i'd say that this is some pretty nice grass he
0: uh he he's he has been fixing it up one lawn at a time from this kind of garbage to this kind of garbage.
4: <laughs> awesome. All
0: right. Well, even, even if we don't have Matt, we're going to do a show after the show. Uh, we'll throw the link in the Dirty Deeds there here in a little bit. So uh, if you remember, watch for that. It'll be there for 10 minutes. I think Justin's going to hang around for that. Yeah. All right. All right, well, we will see you guys next week. Uh, There it is. Awesome. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for the point. That's what I was looking for.